2: Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Greg Johns, who covers the Mariners for MLB.com. Listen, Greg, D Gordon still going strong right now. Three spring training home runs. By the way, that's more than he had in his first three seasons combined. Robbie Cano, we're going to get an injury update from him, who's standing out, whether or not King Felix is going to be ready for the start of the season. But we are going to start the podcast off with Ichiro because he's at the top of my list today, Greg. Uh, he was working the counts. You wrote that he barely skipped a beat since only being in camp for a few days, and he's more than just a pitch guru, Greg. He's also providing leadership too, right?
1: He's yeah. It's it's funny seeing Nitro and, and uh, this is a guy I watched years ago when he first came to Seattle, and uh, he he really does seem almost like a, a different version now, uh, personality-wise. He's much more relaxed uh, now, and you know, I think he's got to that stage of his career where this just really means a lot. You get a lot of perspective when you're you're kind of coming to the end and you can just tell he's really, really soaking things up and appreciating everything probably, probably a little more than you did, you know, when you're in the pressure of, of first coming up to the major leagues and then being the guy in Seattle for so many years and, and the focus of so much attention. I mean, this guy goes anywhere. He's got, He's got, you know, 50 Japanese cameras following him, and every move that he makes has been recorded. And, and he kind of put a bubble around himself, I think, his years in Seattle the first time around. And, and it seems much more open now, uh, just personality-wise. And it's fun to see. I, I, I like seeing this side of each other that, that we didn't always get to see the first time. And, and I think that's going to play well in the clubhouse as well. I, I think teammates, it's funny talking to guys that, that you know really grew up watching Etro when they were just little kids you know. i was talking to mitch Haniger, and he was saying he has a youtube tape of of throws that he used to watch you know to to work on his throws of of and, and and here he is in the same clubhouse now and and uh guys are just kind of w- eyes wide open that that here's the you know the the man the myth the legend right in their their midst and and uh he seems more than more than willing to, to be that kind of leader guy and and uh, as scott service keeps saying we don't expect him to hit 350 that they certainly take it, but uh, you know, they, what they do expect is, is him to be a guy that, that, you know, spreads that knowledge. And he's been in the majors for 17 years. He's been playing forever, and uh, you know, one of the greatest players ever to wear a Mariners uniform, and, and a future Hall of Famer. Uh, and, and to have that guy in the clubhouse is, is pretty fun. And yeah. on the field, we saw him play his first game last night. Uh, Danny and, and uh, he didn't get any hits, uh, but was, was uh, sprayed a couple line drives. So, drift one down the. Down the line, that would have been a, a double, I think, that landed foul, fair. It was just foul. Uh, uh, he, he'd come in for a guy that hasn't been in camp. He hasn't even been in any camp. You know, to come in and, and basically have two days of work and then go out and play is, and, and just be hitting the ball at all is pretty impressive. So, uh, you know, I think he's going to be okay there. He's not the Ichiro of old. He's the old Ichiro, I guess, is how you'd look at it. You know, he's not as fast anymore, but uh, but he's still going to put the ball in play. They're going to let him play. Uh, they're going to let him play when, when Ben Gamble's hurt. He's going to. Be out there four or five six days a week even in left field so pretty uh, pretty interesting to see how that comes out it's uh it's a the, the stretch here of uh spring training
2: yeah it's really special greg and i know that itro used that word too to describe the moment and what it was like to be back in the mariners uniform and i just think also as a reporter getting the chance to cover this guy um you know round two so to speak, and just be a part of his journey because you are, and, and you get to document and tell stories about this incredible player in person, and I, I think that's just so cool. I'm such a nerd about it.
1: <laughs> he, he is a walking icon, and it, it, it is fun to see. And I was here when Griffey came back, his, his second round, and, and uh, it's the hard thing with these. They don't always end perfectly. It's hard yeah. for any athlete. You know, if they come to the end, they're, just, they're not the same guy. You know, eventually Father Time wins out, but uh, but he is certainly a guy that, that still uh, still looks like he's capable of play, he still looks like the same little skinny dude that was running around <laughs> 17 years ago when he first came in. Uh, it's funny, a little story I didn't know. He He said the first time he came to camp in 2001, he'd actually put on weight. He thought, i got to get a little bigger to be a Major <laughs> League Baseball player. He said it was up to like 180. He, he'd never played at that weight, and he said it he, he just felt kind of slow and awkward. and it took him a couple of weeks to to get back to his one one sixty eight type where he normally plays. So it's funny that, to hear that when he first came to came to the big leagues, he thought he had to get bigger. It turned out not so much. He's he's got to be a little etro and be the guy he is.
2: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, switching gears a little bit, Greg, to the underdog hour. I love the underdog story. And this week we're going to feature right-handed pitcher Art Warren. And you wrote one of my favorite lines, Greg. And this spring's candidate could well be Big Art Warren, a strapping 24-year-old who has opened eyes with his mature presence and upper 90s fastball. What a sentence, Greg. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. So to go along with this incredible sentence, Tell me a little bit about Art Warren and tell me where you see him come opening day. Where, where does he fit in in the Mariners organization?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a kid that was pitching uh, A ball last year. He's with Modesto and, and not really much on the radar. He was a, a, a starter. Uh, they drafted out a little Ashland University in Ohio, 23rd round pick, you know, kind of one of those guys who just you'd normally never hear much of, but uh, they converted him to a starter last year, or to a reliever, I should say, and uh, the, the velocity started to tick up quite a bit. You know, he was a starter throwing in the 90-mile-an-hour range. Suddenly, he's thrown in the upper 90s, and he credits that to both being a reliever, you can pitch harder, but also he worked real hard to get bigger and stronger uh, last year, and he is a big, strong dude. He's like 6'3", 240, and, and pretty imposing presence And uh, wow. And, and he brings it on the mound. He was throwing 99 his first time out uh, with, with, a, with some pretty good stuff, and uh, he's not going to open with a big league club. I mean, he's not going to jump from A-ball to, to the major league level, but I'm pretty sure he'll be in, in double-A to start out. Uh, got some, got his feet wet in the Arizona Fall League last year against some of the top prospects in baseball, pitched, pitched the whole Arizona Fall League, didn't give up a run. I mean, he was impressive, and that's when they kind of started to say this kid's Looks like he's for real, and, and he's shown it this spring. He's just kind of got that presence out there. He's looked real good his first couple times out in Cactus League. So he, he's a guy that I look back. You know, Edwin Diaz. I think two years ago mm-hmm. they convert. He was kind of a, a pretty good uh, starter that they put in the bullpen, and, and uh, boy, he just shot through the system. And next thing you know, he's their closer. Then uh, Altavilla, another another big strong kid like Warren, uh, that uh, they, they converted to a reliever, and now he's he's one of the main relief candidates. And, and here's Art Warren kind of following that same track. They seem to have some success doing that with finding the right guys. And uh, and he, he looks good. I would expect him to probably start in double-A. And that's that's interestingly where we saw two years ago Edwin Diaz was in double-A and they jumped him right to the big leagues. Uh, Dan Altavilla the same thing. Now, they don't necessarily, those, those those hard-throwing relievers, they don't always have to take the long route up. They can sometimes make the jump. And I think he's a guy that we could see at some point this year if he uh, keeps on the track he's on. He's definitely one to keep an eye on.
2: I love it, Greg. When he closes out the Mariners World Series one day, I want the headline <laughs> to be Art Warren's masterpiece, okay?
1: <laughs> he, he, he is a, a fun guy. It's funny. I, I, you can kind of tell sometimes guys just have a presence. First day of camp, you know, there's there's all these kids. You don't know who they are. Art Warren walked up and introduced himself. <laughs> and, uh, and it's just kind of one of those guys who's got a, a, a good personality, a good presence about him. And, and you know suddenly knows everybody by name I mean, he's he's a young guy kind of sitting in the corner soaking things up but he's he's not hiding back there he's uh he's got a big personality kind of go with that big frame and and uh so i think he's, i think he's gonna be a good one.
2: Oh, i love it i love that so much i'm gonna keep my eye on that guy and bug you about him greg uh listen just as soon as we were like when is spring training coming why isn't it here already it's wrapping up we are we're starting to close this chapter out i'm wondering what question marks still need to be answered for this ball club
1: well there's a couple because uh, a lot because of injuries but uh first base is, is pretty interesting as we head down the stretch uh, uh ryan healy is is maybe going to be back by opening day maybe not and and daniel Volgabach has really jumped up with a huge camp but uh, i've been the best hitter in camp and you can't always tell everything from spring training and cactus league play but He's looked very, very good and just much more comfortable at the plate. So he's making a push. If they if they need a guy to, to fill in at first base until Healy comes back, uh, you know Vogelbach looks like he's he's ready to grab that spot. Uh, utility infield uh, Andrew Romine seems to be the be a pretty good candidate there, but Taylor Motter also competing in, uh, and and Gordon uh, Beckham, a veteran that, that's also in that mix. So those guys are coming down. I, I think the biggest. Unknown to me is the backup catcher, Mike Marjum, and David Freed is really a 50-50 toss-up who's going to be the backup behind Mike Zanino. But those are kind of the things we're going to see coming down the stretch. Everything else, uh, and now that they've got each in left field with Gamel out, he's going to kind of fill that spot uh, yeah. with Freddie kind of mixing in. And, uh, yeah, the back of the bullpen, probably another spot, Danny, where they're still kind of working things out with uh, a couple of names probably popping up Jason Bradford, uh, Casey Lawrence, a couple guys maybe maybe a chance to make that because of some injuries.
2: Okay. All right. And speaking of injuries, you just set me up perfectly there, Greg. Injury updates, what do you got for me?
1: Too many, Danny, <laughs> is the word. Uh, you mentioned Healy kind of pushing to see if he can get back. Uh, Robinson Cano at second base leaves the game yesterday with a hamstring Uh sore, a tight hamstring, and he's going to have an MRI today, so I don't know much about that as we speak here, but that's certainly one to keep an eye on. doesn't think it's serious, but but that was kind of a nagging issue for him last year, so I kind of hate to see that pop up early in camp. Uh, uh, left field, gamble is out uh, probably at least the first month of the season, which is oblique, and that's why they brought in Etro. Uh, right field, you got Mitch Hanniger just coming back from his uh, kind of sore hand, and, and he's played i think two games here as we speak and just kind of getting back on track there so you know that's that's four pretty important guys that are a little dodgy in in the lineup right now and then in the rotation felix uh just starting to play uh kind of ramp up his throwing programs he comes back took that line drive off the arm his first first time out this spring so big question with him is is he going to be back by opening day and my my hunch is no. I don't think he's going to be their opening day starter at this point. Although Scott Service hasn't ruled that out, but uh, Paxton kind of lining up, I think, to be that guy. And then i are going to try to get Felix. If in probably the best case is to get him, you know, maybe that first first week back in, maybe the first weekend out in on the mound. If he can get a couple spring starts here, he needs to get back up. Probably can throw a bullpen or two this week, and then start start a cactus league game or two. But we're we're kind of running out of time, so that's that's an issue with him and the other starter, Rosmo Ramirez been out all camp, just starting to play catch, and they're, they're hoping to get him back from a lat injury and, and get him back on the mound here toward the end of camp and maybe be ready to pitch by the middle of April. So, you know, too many question marks, really, for this time of year. You hate to see it, but uh, nothing super serious. Probably gamble on the worst one being out for the first month and get those other guys back here as they get going.
2: All right, we can't end the podcast on a sour note, Greg, so we're, yeah. we're going to end it on a positive note. We're speaking on Monday, which is different. We don't usually speak at the beginning of the week. So is there something or someone you're keeping an eye on this week, something that you're writing about that we can go read?
1: Danny, I'm going to tell you, I get, this is the first time off I've had all spring. I've got the next three days off. Oh, my, my goodness. Parents, so, so you can read Jesse <laughs> Sanchez, who's going to be filling in for me, but I know what he's going to be writing about because – you got Ichiro playing uh, the second game tonight. You got Felix out there on the mound as we talked about, starting to, trying to throw some bullpens. Be a big question with him. And, and uh, following the continued saga of D. Gordon, as you mentioned, as we started out, funny uh, him hit two home runs in one game. And as you mentioned, this is D. Gordon who weighs a buck sixty. All of them, and went to him afterwards. I said, "Are you the?" They not only converted you to the outfield, now you're the slugging center fielder. And, and, and he, <laughs> he said, he, "He said I was lucky." <laughs> and I said, well, you know, it's not all luck. He said, I was lucky.
2: Man. And he kept saying
1: over and over. I was lucky. He was going to say never hit two home runs in his life. He says, I've never hit two home runs in the same game playing a wiffle ball. Yeah. and uh, (laughs) This is uh, pretty funny to watch. It's not what they're looking for D to do. It's hit home runs. But he's been really, really good at center field. He's thrown two runners out uh, in the last couple of days. Threw a guy out at third, and he threw a guy out at home. So the arm's looking pretty good. He was making catches out there. Really fun guy to watch. And uh, and that's, uh, I think, uh, the best thing this spring and really has been watching D. Gordon uh, adapt to center field and, and just be a presence in this clubhouse as well.
2: All right. Now we can end the podcast, Greg. That was phenomenal. You enjoy your time off, and we're going to talk next week.
1: You got it, Danny. Appreciate the, the chat, and we will uh, keep going here until the uh, opening day. I think about 10, 17 days away.
2: I can't wait. I can't wait. So with Greg Johns, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.